Hey, hey, hey. This is the New Story Podcast with me, Rebecca Conran, your loyal host. And uh, we are looking at the weekly energy report for January the 21st to the 27th, always Monday to Sunday. And uh, we aim to look at the astrology for the week, looking at the placements. Where are the planets shifting and how will it affect us? This week, uh, the theme that I've chosen is everything I need to know is already inside of me. That is a really strong statement, right? And so different from what everything in the world tries to teach us about what we know and don't know. So sometimes it may uh, feel counterintuitive to believe that, that you know the answers yourself, that there's a place inside of you that knows what's right for you, that is acutely aware and connected to what will fulfill you, what will bring you joy, and that it's not actually a a process of searching outwardly for a career or creativity or, um, you know, quotation marks, purpose, but it's actually an inner experience, a way that you delve inside of yourself and really know that The answers were there all along, and we're just removing the layers of our conditioned experience that um, hold us outside of that, that block us from the view or create fogginess. The tarot this week is the Empress, and in the Osho tarot, this uh, card is aptly named Creativity. So the sacral chakra, we have seven chakras in the chakra system in the body, And the sacral chakra is the seat of our reproductive system. It's located in our pelvis. Uh, But it's also the seat of our creativity and what we give birth to in the world. This doesn't have to be a baby. It can be a piece of art. It can be a song. Or it could be a business. In tarot, the empress represents fertility. And this card is a reminder that we are currently pregnant with possibilities. This card asks us to follow our bliss and let spirit guide the rest to us in divine timing. Just like when a baby comes when it's ready, you know, a um, pregnant woman will know she's pregnant. She's sort of like uh, in waiting, right? Whenever that um, baby is ready to be born, it's going to come on its own terms. So the culmination of your creativity, of what you're here to give birth to, Uh, at the exact right timing, it's going to come without you pushing or prodding beforehand. It's going to let you know when it's ready to be birthed. But this card is really about tapping into that, all of those possibilities to do with creativity. The weekly ritual going right along with that, express yourself through creative activities. You know, what have you felt called to do as a hobby or a creative outlet recently? What did you love to do when you were a little kid? I love to ask this question. You've heard me talk about it a lot um, if you have been following me for a while. When I was little, I used to sit in a closet and I had a little desk and I loved to pretend I was a teacher. 
That's actually what I did creatively when I was little. I would pretend to be grading papers and I'd visualize my class. And I loved to record radio shows on my tape recorder when I was a little kid. And I loved to dance and sing. And those things have stuck with me my whole life as, well, what did I love to do? I love to do these things. Even though I wasn't always engaged necessarily in those acts, um, those were things that really brought me a lot of joy when I was little. So all of these outlets have led me through my life in one amalgamation or another. And each of them make up what truly brings me joy as an adult. So in my 20s, um, even though I wasn't a teacher or a, um, uh, or, and I didn't have my own radio uh, program, uh, I accessed my ability to perform or speak publicly by studying method acting and taking classes over a 10-year period, acting classes. I studied Meisner, and I did a lot of workshops and scene study and things like that, which really helped me to become a better speaker to be able to find the honesty and the truth in any given moment and to use my voice in the way that I use it now. Um, So I creatively connected with my dreams and purpose in my 20s, not even knowing that it would bring me to the place that it brought me to, but which actually it brought me right back to where I truly wanted to be. It brought me back to those dreams I had as a little child. So nowadays, uh, how I'm shifting in my creativity is I'm doing more music. It's time for me to open up that dancing and singing that I loved to do when I was little and make that a part of my life. So that's the next trajectory of who I am in this expression as a human. And so what I do every morning is I spend about 20 to 30 minutes singing and playing my songs and, and playing I think play is such a big part of our creativity, you know, just playing, practicing. Um, If you want to be a good writer, then play with your writing every day. Write a little short story, journal. You know, you don't have to write something that's for a purpose every time. It can just be an act of enjoyment. You know, if you love to sing, then maybe you get yourself a little karaoke machine for the house, or maybe you just get yourself a little microphone, a little amplifier, and you just sing. Um, just for the, just for the ability to enjoy and be creative and be free, not for any other reason. And if it becomes something that you feel really good about through your practice, um, then you can move forward with it. But for now, you know, what activities are calling your name? How are you going to connect with your own creativity? This goes uh, hand in hand with the lunar eclipse supermoon in Leo at that yummy, um, full of potential zero degree on Monday, the 21st of January. There's nothing better than the energy that says, put yourself out there. The world needs to see your gifts. I, I love it. I want to see more of this from everyone. You know, if you're more of a behind the scenes type, this energy also helps us to dig into our inner child. Maybe we need to put ourselves out there in our, in our personal circle, you know, or to ourselves. Maybe we need to like show ourselves, um, our creativity. It doesn't mean you have to be a public person to put yourself out there in terms of connecting with your creative gifts and what you're here to share with the collective. You can do that from the privacy of your own home. This may be about us, uh, this full moon may be about us um, 
accessing lightness and playtime. Maybe it's about us connecting in with our inner child and, and just taking a moment to play and create and find some joy with them. Maybe we've had a really extremely difficult time lately and that little one within us needs to enjoy life a little bit more. And this moon maybe will help us with that. Maybe creative activities are what will help that little child. In any case, you know, the collective consciousness needs to really know you, really know you. You know, we crave the intimacy that comes from connecting with one another and connecting with one another at our most authentic self. Yes, it's also super scary and can cause a reaction in in others sometimes too. But mostly people are truly moved by authentic feeling and expression, which is why we love film and music so much, because it's jam-packed with that intimate, vulnerable, emotional, and authentic self that we just love. This full moon is about our uh, uh, self-expression, but in terms of like authenticity. I know we hear that term a lot, authenticity, kind of overused. It just means who we truly are. So without all of the uh, mechanisms for self-protection and hiding and masking and shielding, it's what's really going on underneath. And that might be scary to share that. I mean, it's definitely scary to share that. If you're not feeling vulnerable, it's probably not authentic, you know, but this full moon is all about um, being true to you and just showing us who you really are. So last year, you might have felt called to let go of old roles and identities that didn't feel true for you anymore. And now the next step is taking the necessary risks to pour your heart out into the collective. And that doesn't mean overgiving of yourself or putting yourself at risk of overwhelm and stress and um, taking on too much. It means choosing to ex- express yourself regardless of your fears. Okay, so um, authenticity and vulnerability, risky, risky business, but so worth it because we need to be seen and we need to see others. You know, we need to see one another as our truest selves. So this is also an eclipse, right? And eclipses literally eclipse things in and out of our lives. I've had some incredible stories from my clients of just shocking events, but events that are helping to clear the path for a better experience for them. And, you know, stuff has to shed away. If we have outgrown certain environments and people and experiences, jobs, we're going to get put, we're going to push ourselves in the right direction. And really, if you can think of eclipses, not as being the universe kicking our ass, but our higher selves really um, connect, reconnecting us with our authenticity and our true selves, what we're really here to share, even if society has programmed us to think that it couldn't possibly be. So this full moon, this full moon eclipse you know, it's about, full moons are about release, emotional release. The moon is about our creativity and our feeling and our feminine energy. So we might have some events at this time lining up to push us into our expression, you know, own that moment, loves. Don't fall into the traps of self-abuse, self-hatred, victim mindset. Be courageous, which Leo excels at. 
take the steps necessary to show us you and to make sure that we are associating with those who bring us up and support us and accept us and letting go of anything that's bringing us down. In my last news story podcast interview uh, that was just launched on Sunday, I spoke to Rachel Esterline, who was fired from her successful job and subsequently followed her heart into becoming a full-time artist and photographer. Her subjects are strippers and sex workers. She forged her own way for herself. She created her own channel for the expression of her creativity, and that is her quote-unquote job now. And I am another one of these stories. I left my successful and lucrative job as a production designer in film and television to follow the path of holistic wellness, and now I'm shifting even more the design of my own career landscape. And yes, it's a risk. There was no sure thing about it. I had very little support. I didn't know financially how it would all fit together, and yet it uh, worked out better than my than my dreams could ever could ever show me uh, because I kept staying true to myself and recreating in each moment what felt most authentic to me. So with this with this energy, make your own mold, break the old mold, you know, the sun in Taurus or not in Taurus, in Aquarius, this energy that we're feeling of Aquarius right now is helping us to rebel against the societal norms to go you know, why can't I have a job photographing strippers and sex workers? Why can't I have a job where I am a spiritual counselor? You know, these are as valid as anything else. If you want to, no matter how wild it may be, um, if you want to be an artist, you want to be a photographer, a musician, you know, we can make steps to fulfill these dreams. So, You might not get the support and approval that you want. Other people might say, "Mm, that's risky, I wouldn't do it. But we have to listen to our gut. We have to listen to the repeat messages that we keep getting. Listening to that calling. Where are we being called? What keeps coming up over and over again in our lives? Give yourself permission to move forward with it. Thursday, the 24th of January, Mercury is going to go into Aquarius. So Mercury is our intellect, communication, our inner dialogue, our inner perception, and it's at home in air signs, so it likes to be in Aquarius. You might utilize this time of cohesive mental activity to maybe do your taxes. (laughs) I know no one's thinking about that right now, Uh, but it sounds crazy, yes, but mid-March, Mercury's going to go retrograde, so I'd really utilize this time Uh, the next few weeks to really get going on those things that we might find mentally tedious because we might have a little extra energy right now to get through them. Uh, Take advantage of all of the planets moving forward right now. Nothing's in retrograde for the next eight weeks. So take advantage of that. Get some stuff going on to do with your, um, you know, all those lists that you need to check stuff off, any kind of like computer programming or writing or organizing that needs to be done this would be a good time to do that. Also, of taking any kind of class or course uh, or doing any kind of like personal study. Mars is still in Aries, so we still have some stamina uh, to move forward. And when Mercury is in Aquarius, the ability to figure things out is a little bit clearer. So um, 
Mercury in Aquarius is also the energy of questioning. You know, Aquarius isn't going to go along with what everybody else thinks. It's going to question, especially those ideas that the group has, because Aquarius wants to go its own way. Um, and especially if something's outdated, it wants to reform it and, and shift it and come up with a new ingenious idea. The downside of this energy and any mental energy to do with the intellect and rational mind is where we might stampede our intuition with rational thought. You know, the intuition isn't rational, so it's never going to align with an idea of what is rational. Along that thread, this can be an energy of excessive doubting, um, or even worse, like contrarian behavior or devil's advocating. In my opinion, no one needs to advocate for the devil. <laughs> if you truly believe something, share it. If you aren't sure what you believe in, be quiet and listen and develop your ideas before incessant arguing. You know, truth, 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 real, something that is real and true, never has something to argue or prove. It doesn't need to. It's true. So all of this said and done, what an interesting week it's going to be. I can't wait to uh, connect with my clients around how they're feeling around this eclipse energy. Um, this The New Story podcast is about more than just astrology. It's where I interview creatives, healers, artists, more about how they initiated a new story for themselves and what spiritual tools help them in their daily practices. And be sure to check out my recent conversations with Jess Holsworth, Will Roan, and Rachel Esterline. And you can subscribe uh, to this podcast through my website or directly on iTunes. And if you're able to, please consider exchanging energy with me by becoming a patron su to support the availability of these newsletters and podcasts. Um, you can donate any amount via my Patreon, Patreon, which is linked in the show notes. I also am going to have a, a a retreat coming up here um, in March. And uh, you can sign up for my newsletter through my website for more information on that. And I'll let you know uh, where and when that's going to take place. But it'll be in the next uh, six weeks or so. Little winter wonderland weekend getaway in uh, upstate New York City. So stay tuned for more of that. And I look forward to speaking to you next week. <laughs>